Hey, what's up, everybody? This is your girl T Shack Talks here with the Knockout Talkout Report. the first episode of knockout talkout report my name is tiffany and i'm here to talk about all things wrestling from a different perspective um i'm so excited to be kicking this off and just talking wrestling um hopefully getting to know people um asking questions interacting like it's gonna be a good time uh, if you're not already, go ahead and hit follow on Twitter. Um, the Twitter is KOTO Review. Um, also, subscribe. Subscribe right now so you can get all the latest updates. Um, I also know when each episode will be up and running. So, um, just a little bit about me. I already said my name is Tiffany. I go by T-Shack Talks. Um huge wrestling fan really have been back into it for the last two and a half years and it has been really entertaining um I really just been enjoying it and talking about it and I just want to dig a little bit deeper and see what else see what else we can talk about um give perspective on a lot of things I think it's really important to have different opinions about different things um I think it's important to have a voice um especially when it comes to a product that we put so much money into when you think about it a lot of wrestling fans like myself we put a lot of money into a lot of the stuff that we do whether it's going to live shows whether it's paying for the WWE network whether it's paying for merch whether it's paying for a pay-per-view or whatever we invest so much money into these programs that we have to have a voice and we have to make sure that it's heard so that's why i'm here that's why we're here to talk more so let me stop rambling (laughs) and go ahead um i hope your guys week was amazing I had a pretty good week myself. I actually got to go to SmackDown this week, which was awesome because we got to see Charlotte Flair put Becky through the LED live. That was lit. It was so good. It really was good. Really unexpected. It was definitely one of those moments where it's like, okay, is she hurt? We're not going to cheer yet. And then once we realized that she was all good, everybody was like, oh, shit. Like, just real hype off of it. It's kind of like a safety first, but we're going to cheer this shit because it was dope as fuck type of thing. Um, But more about that later. We're going to get into that. I really do wish they had more promo stuff to take pictures with. Because I don't really have any pictures of myself being there. Because um, there was nothing to take pictures with. So that was kind of whack. Um, 205 Live was there, of course, being pre-recorded for the new schedule on Wednesdays. That's always dope to see because 
205 has been killing it lately. Um, the match, the match that I got to see was really good. So, 205 is dope. Um, they had a dark match that I actually did not stay for because it was getting a little lengthy in there. Um, they did do Daniel Bryan versus The Miz. Um, The Miz talked a lot of shit for a while. It was pretty entertaining. I didn't actually stay for the match, which I know, not good, but your girl was tired. It was hitting about mm, 10, 40, and I was like, I gotta go. Plus, you know, parking when you're in like a downtown area gets expensive. Like, had I stayed for the match, my parking ticket would have doubled. So, <laughs> I'm really glad that um, I left when I did. So, yeah. So, enough about me. We're going to kick off this episode right now with our knockout of the week. Basically, we're just going to be talking about people who have done something really great. Maybe they're a wrestler. Maybe not. Maybe they're a business. But we're just going to give somebody like a shout out every week. Why not? So, our knockout of the week this week will be Paige. So, this, mm, I think it was this week, I listened to Lillian Garcia's podcast. Um, she actually did a interview with Paige. It was kind of like a reboot of the original interview they did before they, before Paige knew that she wasn't going to be able to wrestle anymore. Um, and she just really went into detail about how she found out and what happened. And honestly, she's just a trooper for sticking it out. I mean, I couldn't imagine not being able to do something that I loved to do and still work in that environment, still be around those women, those people. Um, she made a lot of, a lot of really good points and I, I highly encourage you guys to listen to the interview, even though I'm not really hot on Lillian right now due to an interview she just did with Stone Cold. You can listen to all that and make your own judgment, so on and so forth. But I do encourage you guys to listen to it because it was really good and it was really awesome to see her point of view, especially when it comes to Sasha and just being safe in the ring in general and how she's just kind of stuck it out. Um, I think I'm going to go ahead and tune in to Total Divas and see um, the journey. Uh, I, I've been watching the previews and following them on Twitter. And it just seems like it's been a, a, a journey for Paige. So shout out to her. She's knockout of the week. Really dope. Really awesome. out review so typically how this is going to work is that I'm going to talk about some highs and lows from Raw Smackdown and NXT which is my favorite um for the next few episodes we're just going to be focusing on the women's division because WWE Evolution is on the way it is the WWE's first um women's pay-per-view and I'm excited about it um, I wish they would talk more about it, 
But, I mean, I digress. They have all these other events and pay-per-views going on. And I'm not going to lie, I'm not totally invested in a lot of the men's um, gimmicks or storylines right now. Like, I'm just not, like, unless it's NXT, like, I'm not invested mentally in a lot of those. Like, I get that there's a lot of nostalgia built around a lot of these matches, so on and so forth, but... I just personally don't care to see Undertaker's old ass in the ring. And that's just that. Like, no shade, no disrespect. Love the Undertaker. Get what he means to wrestling. But I do not care to see him continue to wrestle. Same for Kane. I still think Triple H has it. Like, I don't mind watching him. I think his matches are still good. Shawn Michaels, not sure how I feel about that yet either. Like... I don't know. That's just how I feel. I know there's a lot of people that are excited, but literally when I watched Super Showdown, it was like watching a match in slow motion. Like there's only so many sweet chin musics and choke slams before I'm like, okay, what's next? So yeah we're just gonna focus on the women for now (laughs) so we're gonna kick it off with raw seeing that that starts off the week let me pull up my notes so i make sure i'm on track so let's see we have the riot squad versus the bellas and ronda rousey so let me go ahead and give some background story i am not hot on ronda rousey no shade to her I think she's dope. I think she can be amazing. But she's not there yet. And I think it cheapens the belt when you have somebody wearing it that is not there yet. That's just my opinion on it. I'm not saying she can't get good. But her matches are very like. One and two and three and four and hit and slam and pin the girl every time. And I'm like, I'm bored. So, yeah. Um, so the, the, um, the match with them, I actually quite liked this match. Um, I like how they used the botch between Brie and Liv as like a storyline. I like how they used the match as a story. So that was pretty dope. Um, and just having them kind of like battle it out. That was cute. Um, and I liked how it started with a lot of energy. Like I love when matches like pop off like that. Because I'm invested like that. Um, instead of a slow build. I will say I'm not a fan of how they always have Ronda. I call them like Captain Save-A-Hole matches. So it's like she'll be... Her fellow tag mates or whatever are like in the ring getting their ass kicked and they have to like army crawl over to Rhonda for her to like jump in the ring, toss them around, kick some ass and then save the day. It's like that every match. I don't care to see it anymore. Yeah, no, uh, that was a down for me. So yeah. Um, and up from me would totally be the heel turn that they did that was entertaining and the Bellas are better as heels like you could really ask anybody 
Um, now I will say a majority of their career I did I haven't seen. Like I had to go back and rewatch a lot of stuff just to get a feel of their vibe and really determine if I like them. I think they're really good heels. Now what they used to do back then probably wouldn't fly now because they are they were saying some mean shit back in the day. So but I do prefer them as heels and I like that heel turn. You guys, please forgive me. It's allergy season and I'm just like trying to breathe. <laughs> so forgive me if I sound a little stuffy. Um, Let's see. What's next? Um, It looks like Bailey. It was Bailey and Finn Balor and then Alicia Fox and um, oh crap. What's his name? Jinder Mahal. So... I like everybody in the match, but I think they're taking the mixed match challenge too too seriously. Like I don't need to see that as a storyline because there's no storyline to it. Like how did Bailey and Finn become partners? How did Alicia and Gender become partners? Like they're all good superstars, but nothing is matching. Nothing is clicking. So the the booking for Bailey and Fox is really, it's really weak to me. It seems like an afterthought. It's like, oh, we just need to throw them in the show, you know, just because we can. And yeah, I'm not a fan of that. So that's a down. Boo. Um, but an up for me is Trish Stratus. Stris, Stris, Trish Status. <laughs> I can't talk. Trish and Lita coming out. Nostalgia. Let me tell you, when I was a kid, like, I love Trish Stratus. My favorite. I used to do the point. Like, Trish Stratus is dope as fuck to me. I liked Lita, but they kind of trashed her out with the whole Edge thing. I didn't like that. Trish was my girl, though. I'm really excited to see them back in the ring. I do like the change of the match because let's be honest, we wanted to see Trish and Sasha. That's what the people wanted. We discussed it during um, what's called Rum Royal Rumble with the crowd pop. That was the, the, the discussion. And then all WWE had to do was book the match. And they gave it to Alexa. Not saying that she doesn't deserve it. I think Alexa is really dope. Her ring capability is limited to me. But we wanted Sasha. But anyway, they changed the match. I'm happy that they changed it because at least we can get some good Mickey James and Trish moments um, during the match. So I think that's going to be dope. Um... I think it's going to be really good. These these women are in shape. They are beautiful. They are... they Everybody just seems so on point. Um, and they haven't lost a thing. Like, just looking at them, like, they look amazing. Um, and that includes Mickey James. She looks amazing. I don't know what Lita had on. She just... It looked like... She just happened to be in town, and she was like, let me put my Vans on and come out. I don't I don't know what that was about, but 
you know, I forgive because you, you're a great, you're a Hall of Famer. So I forgive you, Lita. I forgive you. So, yeah, um, I think the match would be a lot better if they um did more storytelling. And I'm going to be talking about that a lot during this review because I just feel like Raw in general lacks a lot of storytelling. For example, just just to jump back to the um the Brie and Nikki Bella match versus Ronda and Riot Squad, after the heel turn, I really just would have preferred there to be a promo from Nikki calling out Ronda. I just wanted that extra promo, like them announcing the match for the for the belt right after Ronda got her ass whooped was kind of weak to me. So that's definitely a down. I would have preferred I would have preferred them to like ease into it cuz we got a couple of weeks. I mean, we ain't got time, but we got time. You know. So Yeah, that's just my opinion on that. Um let's see. What What in the hell are they doing with Naya? I want y'all to tweet me and let me know. What they are doing with Nia Jax. Is she like the badass irresistible force? Or is she just like this powerful woman that's really friendly with people? Like what is her job? What is she supposed to do? Like it's so confusing to me. And I haven't heard an announcement about what she's going to be doing at WWE Evolution. The the pay-per-view is too close to be waiting for these matches. Like, where are the matches, Vince? Where are the matches? Also, where is Sasha? Also, if anybody knows if she's just on vacation, taking a break, like she's not on the um the poster for WWE Evolution, which is crazy because she's one of the four horsewomen and she's the only one not on the freaking flyer. And that's, to me, that's fucked up because she deserves, she's worked hard. She's done many, many firsts in the WWE. And it's like, give her her roses. Like, I don't know what that's about. I don't know if she's in trouble or what. I just hope all is well. And I don't know. I just, that's some bullshit to me. So let's see. I think that is, that's it for Raw, y'all. Um. Once again, it's just lengthy. I hope they cut it back to two hours because three hours is is rough. So moving on to SmackDown. So I told y'all earlier that I was at SmackDown Live. Um, I still have not watched it back on TV to see if I see anything different or maybe missed anything. Um, So let me know if I missed anything, guys. Um, one of the highs, definitely, definitely the Becky and the Charlotte, um, title match. That was awesome. They did have a small botch. I've seen that. It was a little bit more forgiving than, um, some of the other botches we've seen in the last few weeks. No names. Hey, Brie. Uh, but anyways, it was a dope ending with the spear through the LED wall. What? So, for me, 
whenever somebody gets fucked up in the beginning of an episode, I, I don't expect it because typically at the end of the show is when they start fucking up the set. That's when you can expect people to come through with the, with tearing up everything. Cause it's the end of the night. Like you don't have to go back and fix anything. Like it is the end. Um, so her getting that spear through the wall shooketh me because I wasn't ready. I was literally, literally in my chair, like, oh, so, so we doing this today? We, we fucking up the set right now? Right now? Okay. All right, cool. Thanks. Thanks. Um, let's see. Next. Hi. Oh, okay. So I really really love this corny ass one night in Milwaukee and let me tell you why as corny as it is it is entertaining and Lana is really a good actress honestly she's one of the better actresses in that locker room and it's very believable her reactions are very believable um and I really loved it because it gave me like a taste of like old school attitude era type of vibe but it was tasteful which is really hard to do because I mean what part of the attitude era was tasteful like you literally can't watch one episode and be like oh this part would be appropriate for today like no like a lot of the shit that they were doing back then couldn't even be couldn't even be looked at today so I really liked it. A little risque, but not overly trashy. Um, I love the mic drop from Aiden English. Just, just dope overall. I don't know if it's gonna do anything for WWE Evolution. I don't know if Lana's getting a part in that. I don't know. I. The it it's just too many what ifs for the pay per view. The first. When all women's pay-per-view and we still got questions. We're not building storylines or nothing. Um, some lows from SmackDown was it was only one's women match. Like what the fuck? Like we have a whole pay-per-view coming up and we don't have multiple matches for the women going on. No. Um, also, also, where in the hell was Naomi and Oscar? Aren't they going to be in evolution? They are some of the best athletes on the roster. And y'all pair them together, right? So let's just rewind. So them being um, together, almost like a tag team. Maybe for some potential belts. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. They're together and their moveset is awesome. Like I could see like a double review. Uh, uh, what's the name of her move? The re- rear review mirror, whatever it's called. And a hip attack. Like I could see that. Like their moveset would be really dope together. But their storyline is so garbage. Like, they're vibing off of Naomi's 
hair. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're appropriating my girl and they could definitely vibe on a different level. Like, they don't have to vibe on the fact that Naomi's so attractive. Like, I don't know if y'all seen that. I don't remember if that was on TV or I think it was on like a WWE exclusive video clip and like Oscar was sewing in one of her tracks. Like what? Like there's so much in the world that we could talk about and vibe out with that it doesn't have to be things that are stereotypical to African-American people. Um, so I don't like that. I wish that they would focus more on the matches and not so much the gimmick of it because they're too dope to to just vibe out about someone in a fucking track get the fuck out of here so yeah that's my my look on that that's a down so moving on to the real a show nxt i would never skip an episode of nxt um, I stand for NXT. If they're ever in town or if I'm ever in Florida visiting my friend, like I'm looking for an NXT show because the matches, the stories, everything, everything is so freaking good. Like also go ahead, comment, tweet, let me know why you think NXT is so much better than, um, the main roster because at this point I'd be scared to hit the main roster I'm just saying like uh. anyways so I'm gonna tell y'all right now all I have is highs I don't have any lows because NXT is that dope um Nikki Cross's involvement in the main story what a good story y'all if y'all don't watch NXT please the $10 a month for, for NXT, just the NXT portion is worth it. I'm not selling you WWE Network. I don't care if you open up 10 individual accounts and, and pay for the first month for free. Just finish NXT because it's that good. Um, Nikki Cross's involvement in the Aleister Black mystery. Um, I love it. It's such a good story. Like, literally the only person that's seen how Aleister Black got fucked up is mental. Like, she's off her deep end. And she's not telling any secrets. And the audience is encouraging her. And she's into it. And then you got Velveteen, Velveteen Dream and um, Champa. What? What a combination. What a combination. I can't wait to see how that that turns out. Um, I'd also like to see Nikki Cross in some more matches, though. I would like to see that. That would be awesome. I really do hope she's at, at um, Evolution. Um, so, there was a match. I don't even remember the match, though. I don't think I was, like, totally involved. Because I was more so... Excited about the Kyrie Zane and the Shayna Baszler promos. Um, the promos on NXT are awesome because it's a great way to take advantage of the hour that they have. It helps keep everybody relevant without them necessarily having to be there or have a match. 
So it was a really good promo, really good interview. I love the way that they utilize Kyrie Zane. Um, the way that they don't let language become a barrier um, for Kyrie, like they treat Oscar now. Um, also a good look on Baszler. I love the story of how she's just like, I fucked myself up. Kyrie didn't beat me. I beat me. So don't ever say that that bitch beat me. That's the vibe she was getting or given. And I loved it. Um, very her, very true to the character. Yeah. I, they just be doing it on the XT. They, they just be doing it. So yeah, I'm excited for next week. Cause it's going to be Bianca Belair and Nikki Cross. I'm so excited because I love the storyline between them. Bianca's like, this bitch is crazy. Nikki's like, bring it on. It's, it's going to be good, y'all. It's going to be popping. So that was all the women's action on uh, NXT. So I don't have too much to harp on on that. And I literally have no downs for that episode just because NXT is so good it's so good all right so this episode is probably gonna be a little bit shorter than normal um i will be having a segment dedicated to mailbag So if you have any questions about my point of view on wrestling, anything about myself or just really anything that is respectful, let's not get disrespectful, but feel free to ask me anything and you can email me at kotoreview at gmail.com and then in the subject line, put mailbag and we will discuss some questions and just discuss questions I guess so yeah I just want to thank you guys for hanging out with me it's been a great time I have one more segment that I'm throwing in here and I'm calling it the power of positivity moment shout out to the new day one of my favorite tag teams um as of lately well I guess is the past few years lately I don't know, but I love the New Day. I love their vibe. I love their gear, especially during Black History Month. Um, I notice what they do for the culture and I appreciate it. So shout out to the New Day. This segment is dedicated to y'all. So Power of Positivity moment is going to just be a couple of inspiring words. I don't know, just... Something to kick you in your ass, get you going, get you moving. I like to end the show on a positive note, you know. Um, One thing I'm learning right now is to finish your shit out. Um, If you want to do something, do it and finish it and don't be scared. I know personally, like, I have a voice in my head that tells me, like, Hey, this shit is going to suck. This shit is going to be garbage. Like, ain't nobody going to listen. And maybe not. But I'm going to try. And I'm going to try to finish this shit out. 
Um, I don't know if y'all listen to The Read. That's one of my favorite podcasts. Um, Kip Fury was talking about how nobody really knows what they're doing. And we've all had moments where we're like, what the fuck are we supposed to do? You know, so everybody's just really out here trying and nobody really knows exactly what they're doing. And I think I've gotten to a point in my life where I don't really care what anybody has to say or what they what their opinion of me is. I'm going to do my shit and I'm going to finish it. So that's just what I want to let everybody know is to finish your shit and get through it and see the outcome because you don't know what the outcome is going to be. You could have a million dollar idea. You could have came up with the next big thing. You could be on Shark Tank next year. There's so much potential behind ideas, but if they're not put into work and put into motion, you can't receive a blessing. And that's really what it all boils down to. So that's the positivity moment right there. Power of positivity. So I don't really have any announcements because this is episode one. So it is what it is. I just really want y'all to hit that subscribe. Send me emails to KOTOReport at gmail.com. Please follow me on the Twitter, KOTOReport. Um, if you want to hashtag anything about this episode, hashtag KOTOReport. You already know what it is. Thank you so much for listening. God bless. And like Iyanla says, stay in peace, not pieces. <laughs>